Here's what's coming up on today's show. The only time really that a judge gets involved in a situation like this when both sides have already agreed to the settlement is if the judge thinks it's ridiculous or kind of way out of line. Do you know what will happen to your loved ones when something happens to you? If you don't know the answer or don't like the answer, then this is the show for you. Listen up as we teach you about protecting your family legacy through better estate planning. Our family is here to protect yours. So welcome to the Complete Estate Planning Podcast with attorney Nick Rosenbauer. And here's your host, Ben George. Welcome back into Complete Estate Planning. Glad to have you on the show today. A little bit more of a timely episode. Uh, Nick, we've done this in the past where we've talked about some different estates from four celebrities that have had issues or just been settled or just kind of how they all unfolded. Today, Lisa Marie Presley's estate. We're going to talk through that, right? Yeah. we're uh, And for those of, uh, of you who are subscribers and maybe listen to um, you know some of our previous shows, I know we talked about uh, we talked about this one a few months ago, um, but that was kind of when everything was fairly new. Uh, a lot of this had just uh, come out. Uh, I think I think Lisa just passed away in January, and, and we're recording this in June of 2023, just so everyone's aware. Uh, and Lisa passed back just six months ago, uh, so it was pretty new. And and since then, there have been some updates. Things have you know kind of shaken out a little bit, and there is at least a proposed settlement here uh, to kind of end things. So I know uh, we we certainly talked about that. If we had an update, we'd bring it. So here we are. And, you know, for whatever reason, all the listeners seem much more interested in, you know, our Britney Spears episode, this, <laughs> you know, Larry King than, you know, my technical legal definitions. So, you know, my my ego can take it. I'll live. Um. <laughs> and we, we always like hearing about these big money estates, too, and how they all get settled. Um, so it'll be interesting to kind of hear you talk us through this uh, here on the show today. If you have questions for Nick, CincinnatiEstatePlan.com is the website. Uh, when you're there, please click that button, schedule a call with Nick. It's right on the front and center. You'll be good to go there. But also, if you want to call, it's 513-463-6789. Any new games for the Mozzi Sticks? Any news there? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we uh, we're we're getting near the end of the season, so uh, we have a game tomorrow, uh, and then we have two next week, and that'll be our final uh, uh, our final week of the season. I'll tell you what, we are now doing, and I think I may have mentioned this last time, but we're now doing coaches pitch. Yeah, which is funny because it's a t-ball league for four and five year olds, but apparently we're doing coaches pitch now, and. That has continued to go well. Uh, my ERA, Coach Nick's ERA, has ballooned. <laughs> uh, I can't get anyone out. Um, you know, <laughs> but um, I also have not been hit uh, with a. I haven't had a bat that was thrown hit me. Um, so that's been pretty good. Uh, no, no major injuries, and you know, interestingly enough, have not had any other incidents with other coaches. You know, cheating or doing anything that's good, underhand. Yeah. Yeah, so that's been good. Now, I know for our listeners, you know, uh, Team Big Corn, um, you know, in soccer last fall, we had an incident there uh, where I got out coached by some cheaters. So I'm looking for it now. Uh, okay, so I'm, you know, my radar is up. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I, I don't have my team do, a lot of the other kids do. 
Ben, maybe I need a ruling on this. So yeah, okay. everyone, uh, for each inning, the kids bat around. And we have seven kids on the team. Usually there's like six. So it doesn't take that long. And they only advance one base, you know, regardless. And then when the last kid bats, they they round the bases. They clear the bases. So last batter, you know, basically runs all the way home and everyone else clears the bases, okay? What we always do when we're in the field, we always field the ball, throw it to first. That's what I always say. Scoop it, throw it to first, and then, you know, we throw it back to the other team's coach. Even when they round the bases, we throw it to first. All right, guys, come on in. It's time to bat. Some of these other teams, what they'll do is they'll field it, throw it to first, and then they'll have whoever has the ball run to home play. Yeah. Right. And like wait for all the kids to come around while they're rounding the base and like tag all of them out. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I thought that was a little unnecessary and a little underhand, although a lot of other teams are doing it. So I'm starting to wonder, is it me who's out of touch or is it just all of them are out of touch? I think I hate what do to you say think this, about Nick, that? But I think it's you that's out of touch. Really? And I only say that because I've I've been to my nephew's little league games and whatnot. And okay. yeah, it, it's always been where the last whoever gets that last <laughs> ball just runs home. And I've always just seen it where they just touch home and, and it ends the inning rather than waiting and tagging. But either way, <laughs> like yeah, that's it. Like we're not gonna throw the ball in. We're not gonna allow any opportunity for uh, an error to take place. We're just gonna run it straight <laughs> in and and touch home and the inning ends. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, well, they don't touch home. They stand there and block the plate, and then, like, when each kid comes by, they, like, stop and don't know what to do, and then the kid, like, tags them, and then I say, run by, come on, touch home plate, um, and they just tag all three or all four kids out. Yeah. So you think that's okay? <sighs> I mean, I okay. didn't say it's okay. I just think it's, well, it's normal for, for, what uh, the, for that age. Okay. Seems a little underhanded for four and five year olds. I mean, I'm about to tell the kids to, you know, to barrel the catcher, you know, right. if he's blocking. Let's we'll see the how plate. many licks he can take before he moves out of the way. <laughs> That's one approach for sure. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I guess I guess you're allowed to have a wrong opinion. Um, okay. All right. So so maybe that's what we need. I wish we had like a like a listener forum. So guys, yeah, go to our website, CincinnatiStatePlan.com. Click the Contact Us button there uh, and then send us a message. Uh, maybe we should poll the audience here, our listeners. Um, is it okay for, and you know, for the four and five-year-olds to block the plate on the last batter and just kind of tag the last three runners out? Let's uh, we'll ask the audience, and then you know, hopefully, if uh, you know, hopefully, we'll have a poll update next time. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't agree with it necessarily, but yeah, I think it's I think it's commonplace at that age to to just make it as simple as possible for everyone. So it okay. is what it is. I'm I'm still going to take the moral high road here. Uh, mozzarella sticks. You. We we do things the right way, <laughs> um, but um, you know, I'm curious to see what the other listeners think. Good stuff. I love it. All right. Well, let's jump into our, our conversation today, Nick. We got a good one here talking about the settlement reached in Lisa Marie Presley's estate. Now, if you don't remember, if you aren't too familiar with uh, her and the uh, the estate, she was the only child of Elvis, right? Died back in, on January 12th of this year, 2023. She left behind her mother, Priscilla, her daughter, Riley, and her son, Benjamin, um, or actually passed away a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, Benjamin, Benjamin passed away a couple years ago, yes. but she did have two kids. So Riley's just, still around, her daughter. Gotcha. Okay. So there was this a huge court battle over this estate then, right, Nick? Because it just seems like you could give me the details on kind of what 
why the, the legal battle kind of first began, and then we can get into the settlements. Well, I mean, the real reason it began is money. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's call it what it is. But Lisa was the only child of Elvis. So when Elvis died, she inherited, you know, it was about $100 million, uh, overall was what the value of Elvis's estate was, mostly made up of, like, copyright royalties and intellectual property. Okay, so it wasn't all money, but, you know, you know, Elvis's music and royalties and, and you know, and, and I don't want to say name, image, and likeness because that makes me think college football, but that's kind right. of what it is. Um, about $100 million, uh, And then let's see about, so 1993, so 30 years ago, she set up her own trust, uh, you know, and put the money in there. She was in charge. She rewrote the trust in 2010, uh, known as a restatement. And during that rewrite, she added her mom, Lisa's mom, which was Priscilla, and their former business manager, this guy named Barry Siegel, uh, as co-trustees. So all three of them were co-trustees on the trust. Okay. Then, you know, nothing really happens, at least kind of, you know, on the up and up. And then Lisa passed away a few months ago. After she passes away... They uncover an amendment that was dated for 2016, so like a seven-year-old amendment hmm. that, and that amendment, you know, removed Priscilla and this Barry Siegel guy uh, as trustees. So it fired both of them, and then put Lisa's children, so Riley and then Benjamin, who was still alive at that point, as the co-trustees. Um, so Priscilla challenged the amendment you know, saying it wasn't legit, um, you know, basically saying, nope, that's not legit. I'm still, you know, she wanted to stay on as the trustee, be in control of everything. Obviously, trustees are entitled to get paid. So there's control, there's money for doing the trustee job. And I think at the time that we did our last podcast, um, there were a lot of suspicions around that 2016 amendment. We didn't know how it was going to shake out. But at the time, Priscilla said, it was never delivered to her, uh, and I guess there was some concern about you know a trustee having to receive notice that they were fired. And again, I haven't seen the whole trust document, but uh, that's that's what uh, the experts were saying, saying Priscilla's name was misspelled somewhere. It wasn't witnessed. The document wasn't notarized, hmm. and then she said that Lisa's signature on it, you know, was atypical or suspicious. You know, didn't look the way her signatures did. Basically, saying she thought it was forged. Okay. Lawsuit comes up, and that's as far as we had gotten. That's as far as the updates had gone uh, when we did our last episode. Now, since then, they've kind of gone back and forth, you know, and asking for different things and kind of negotiating, I guess the lawyers are, um, within the last couple weeks. Um, so it was announced uh, last month in May of, of this year, 2023, that the sides had all reached some sort of an agreement, okay? So some sort of a settlement, um, which means that they they agreed to things on their own. It wasn't something where, you know, it got all the way to where a judge made a final ruling on it, okay? So that mm -hmm. didn't happen. They just, they all agreed to, um, you know, some things here and everyone's going to, you know, pretty much shake hands, sign on the dotted line. I don't know if anyone's going to remain friends, but they but they did come to some sort of agreement. Okay, so some suspicious minds, I guess you could say, huh? In this uh, 
in this settlement and this uh, back and forth. So really interesting. And there was a lot, as we talked about a previous podcast, you can go back and listen to that a little bit more, but uh, a lot there was a race, a lot of red flags, I guess you could say. So the settlement happens. Um, this is what we were here to kind of update you on. So what, how did this all get settled? What, what actually ended up happening with, with her estate? So according to the, the sources, and a lot of these are kind of celebrity gossip sources that I guess, you know, unearth, of you course, know, yeah. portions of the settlement, a lot of the settlement, you know, you know, in the county courthouse was redacted, but I guess they've uncovered bits and pieces from certain pages, or maybe there's been a leak, you know, there's always a leak, right? Right. So, so you know, only as good as the source we have, but what's going to happen is the suspicious amendment, or at least that's what it was called, um, where Priscilla and Barry Siegel were removed as trustees and Lisa's kids were, you know, added as trustees. That's going to stand. Okay. So Priscilla and Barry are not trustees anymore. They're gone. Obviously, uh, Benjamin has passed away. So Riley, which is Lisa's daughter, is now the trustee all by herself. So she's she's sole trustee at that point. And Priscilla is going to be getting uh, a payout, of course. Okay, so she's taking money uh, in order to walk away. Uh, looks like she's going to be getting a million-dollar payout plus an additional $400,000 payout for you know costs incurred and legal fees hmm. uh, in exchange for her dropping the lawsuit. Jeez, how many attorneys did she have working on this? Like that's a that's quite the legal bill to work up in just a, a few, really how many how many do you, how many would you guess uh, in just a few months? I don't know, um, but four hundred thousand dollar bill in in five months. Man, maybe I'm in the wrong. Industry. Say, is that the going rate for for an attorney these days with inflation? <laughs> or no? I guess, I guess <laughs> so. Least, um, maybe I should stop planning. I should stop doing estate planning, and I should start doing celebrity estate litigation. <laughs> that's maybe that's what I need to start doing. Although I'm too gullible and non confrontational. Like I'd be really bad at fighting someone. Right. Um, I'd, I'd be the worst. But <clears throat> but she's going to get a million bucks plus a four hundred thousand dollars for legal fees. That'll be, I guess, considered a reimbursement plus the million dollar payout in exchange for her dropping the lawsuit. There have been comments, you know, by some experts and by uh, Riley's attorney, which I mean. Who knows what, you know, if there's any teeth behind it. But they've said that they thought that Priscilla's, you know, has always been you know, every every move she has made and the challenge has just been, you know, to position herself, you know, to get money. They thought it was all just, to, you know, trying to grab some money out of this, um, which may be the case. Uh, apparently, another thing that, you know, she was trying to get but didn't happen. So I guess Priscilla wanted to be buried next to Elvis when she dies. So Elvis is buried at Graceland, you know, obviously his famous kind of estate and everything like that. And his mom, Elvis's mom and Elvis's dad are buried, you know, one on each side of him. So I think it's three graves all next to each other. I think it's mom's on the left, he's in the middle, and dad's on the right. And okay. Priscilla, who is the ex, right, asked to be buried next to Elvis when she dies. That request was denied. Apparently, she 
you know, back down on that one without too much issue. Um, you know, I guess the question is which, uh, you know, a, a mom and dad, who was she planning on digging up and, and moving over? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> out of the two, right? Which one was, uh, which one was she going to scoot over um, that she could kind of wedge between? Yeah, great question. All right. <laughs> so, hmm. so who knows? So that didn't happen, but apparently that was something she was really pushing hard for. And then the attorneys have petitioned, like, so I guess they've, I guess the parties have all agreed to the settlement and they've, you know, petitioned the court to approve it. Um, I think, I forgot the date, but I think in August uh, is when the final hearing and hopefully the approval uh, is when this is all going to finalize. So, um, you know, month and a half, couple months from now, uh, hopefully this should all be finished up. So that's kind of the update. It looks like. Uh, Priscilla is going to take some money uh, and walk away uh, from it is uh, is pretty much all this is going to boil down to. Well, is there any reason why a judge would not just agree to the settlement? I mean, is is there anything that you think could come from that? Oh, good question. So most of the time, no. Uh, the only time really that a judge gets involved in a situation like this, when both sides have already agreed to the settlement, is if the judge thinks it's ridiculous or kind of way out of line. Um, you know, like if they were willing to give Priscilla $90 million out of the $100 million. Even if everyone agreed to it, the judge has the ability to say for whatever reason it's unconscionable or, mm-hmm. you know, totally off base. Or if you're dealing with someone who's a minor or incapacitated you know, you can say, well, the guardian for you is not doing a good enough job of representing your interests. But everyone's an adult. I think Riley's in her 30s, and then Priscilla's in her 70s or 80s. She's not young. Yeah. Um, so I don't see, and again, I don't do this type of litigation. I'm too nice again. Hmm. Um, but I don't see anything that screams so out of the ordinary and so unreasonable that a judge will say, I know you guys agreed to it, but this is ridiculous. I'm going to override it. So it usually takes a lot uh, or kind of a big red flag for something like that to happen. Gotcha. Well, I know there was $100 million originally that Lisa uh, inherited. Do we have any idea how much her state was worth? Because um, a million to me sounds like a like a drop in the bucket. You know what? I agree with you, and it seems like a small amount. My hunch is that that amendment may not have been as suspicious yeah. as she made it out to be. That makes me think she's got a crummy case. And they just kind of felt bad for her, essentially. Well, or you know, at that point, it was just, we can either continue to be in the news and spend... You know, apparently four hundred thousand dollars for five months yeah, spend a for million, legal work on one year. side. Yeah, it's like if we fight about this for another six months, it'll cost more than a million. Right. You know, so it would be it was probably cheaper to to sell it off and go away. And my guess is they didn't really want to be in the news for family fighting. You know, and and who knows? Maybe Riley says, you know, my mom died. All I want to do is move on and not think about this. You know, maybe she just wanted it to go away uh, and be done with. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm no litigation expert, uh, but my hunch says perhaps that Priscilla uh, didn't maybe have as strong of a case, you know, as she was at least claiming that she did. Right. That's, a, that's certainly a possibility here. Okay. Interesting enough. Well, that's how it all played out. Uh, again, we'll, we'll try to 
hit some more celebrity cases when they come up. I think it's interesting to to learn more about the details. We may never have a $100 million estate to sort out, um, but it's always important to have our affairs in order. So if you need to do that, it's, it's always great to reach out to Nick. Uh, any feedback you have or any questions you might have or want to begin that planning process, you can always schedule a call right through his website, CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. Or you can call 513-463-6789. And we always appreciate all the people who have reached out after hearing the podcast. It's always good to hear from you. Even if you're outside of Ohio, it's always a pleasure hearing some feedback. So we thank you for that. Nick, thanks for taking us through this. It's all, always interesting. And uh, I know we'll, I'm sure we'll have another case before too long to, to sort through. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we need a celebrity to die uh, for <laughs> that to happen. And also there needs to be a reason for a celebrity to die they need to have some money and their estate plan needs to, you know, have holes or vulnerabilities right. in it. Um, cause my guess is most of these people, they die, you know, things happen, but we're not heading to court because everything's buttoned up. I would assume, you know, if you had a hundred million dollars, hmm. you know, you would, you would have the money and also the wherewithal to say, let's make sure this is ironclad. Okay. Which obviously, you know, may or may not have been the case here. And again, if you do have $100 million, that's totally okay. Give me a call. You can see why, <laughs> you know, it is really irresponsible of you. And and frankly, regardless of your dollar amount, um, why it could be ir- really irresponsible of you to not have your affairs in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is what happens when there's, even if it's a minor weakness or vulnerability, Someone pushed themselves in, six months of fighting, cost over a million dollars, and everyone was kind of drugged through the news for the, the family fighting. And who knows, Ben, you think you think uh, Thanksgiving dinner's not going to be awkward? Hmm. Like, I, I mean, I, I wonder, yeah. honestly, if, if, the rela- if the family relationship's done, yeah, you know, even with the settlement, okay? So that can happen for any dollar amount. True. Just another reason why you need to have these things in order. So thanks for your time, as always, Nick. Thank you for listening to complete estate planning. We'll do it again soon. The complete estate planning podcast is brought to you by the Rosenbauer law office based in Westchester, Ohio, and serving the entire Cincinnati area. The show is available on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts, subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Complete Estate Planning with Nick Rosenbauer to find us or visit CincinnatiEstatePlan.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Nick, and to learn more about protecting your family legacy. That's CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. This show is for informational purposes only and does not provide any legal advice. Information on this show may not constitute the most up-to-date legal information. Please do not act or refrain from acting based solely on anything you hear on this show. This show does not form any attorney-client relationship with the Rosenbauer Law Office, LLC. Please seek the counsel of a qualified attorney before addressing your own estate planning needs.